Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up. You know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G O D, one half of Relations. You wanna hear the truth? Can you can you can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to another episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. It's your boy, 51 Spade, Alpha Male, G-O-D, the ninja you love to hate. It's the most lit hour in adult conversation because of our riveting topics, and we have two tonight. The first one is, act like a man, get treated like one. And the second one is, after a breakup, does the loyal one heal and not move on? Let's talk about it. We're talking about acting like a man, get treated like one. Obviously, that translates to the issue of domestic abuse. So we're just putting it out there that we don't condone any type of um, spousal domestic abuse, um, anything like that. But we are going to talk about some of the things that might be very provoking. And that's why we titled it Act Like a Man get treated like one. Mm -hmm. I think we're in the age of one, the Me Too movement. So we have a lot of aggressive women, a lot of I can do it to women, um, independent women. And we also have reality TV. And I think what sparked this conversation was the fight between Tahiri and um, Votto on an episode of Marriage Bootcamp. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you start us out on the topic of act like a man get treated like one. In particular, how did you feel about what happened between uh, Tahiri and Vado on Marriage Boot Camp? Okay, so I'm going to tackle this a couple of different ways. Okay, um, already I understand that they're at a boot camp and so they're working through discrepancies and things that go on with the relationship. But one thing I did notice that went on, which is a man, I'm going to speak from the perspective of this. When I'm in a fight, with my significant other, you can do and say whatever you want. And I'm saying at your own discretion. Mm -hmm. I can deal with someone cursing at me. I can deal with someone doing all those things. What I can't deal with is someone putting their hands on me. Um, and that's just from my perspective. So in this episode, on this episode itself, she threw two apples in his face. I think she may have thrown like three. <laughs> I mean, regardless of the fact. Right. So I'm, I'm a, I want to keep things in perspective. Mm -hmm. She threw two apples at him, hit him directly in the face, and most people on the show and is a collective was like just sitting there like that shit is normal. Like it's just a normal thing. Like, oh, well, she's mad at him, so she's a girl, so she threw two apples on him. So for one, you, you're degrading him on television that's that's for one and this is your man that you're you're saying this is supposed to be your man and then when they were sitting there she was trying to explain why she threw the apples and why she felt the way and then he grabbed her by her shirt like basically like yanking her and then everybody was like immediately just on her side like feeling sorry for her and stuff like that and one of the things that i noticed was like she had been throwing shit the whole show like anytime she had an argument with him she threw a water bottle on that a water bottle at him one time like he was laying in the bed she threw a water bottle at him oh stupid ass nigga threw a, threw a water bottle that time she threw two apples in his face but everybody in the house at that particular time was like no man don't deserve to touch no woman and this this and that and they're right to a degree we're not going but i'm not finna travel in this world of like what's right and what's wrong like at this that's like to me that's basically like saying Cops shouldn't be killing black people, but it's happening. So, if you put your hands on somebody, you better be prepared to deal with the repercussions that come back. I'm not saying that he's right for jacking her. He didn't punch her or no shit like that. He basically grabbed her by clothes, but they were saying like she was in domestic abuse before and she got jacked up. But I feel like everybody forgot the idea that she hit him in the face with two apples. And to me, you know, I felt like, hey... One person's wrong don't overcomes another person's wrong. Like, there ain't no fucking way on this earth. Like, two wrongs don't make no right. 
but you can't make one wrong way greater than the other. Yeah, the other wrong. And yeah. to me, and that's what they started doing is just like they started going from the perspective of well, he's a man and he don't have no right to put his hands on her. And I even heard like um, I can't even really think of the girl name. Um, what's the one that's on Real House uh, Housewives? Um, um, Phaedra Parks. No, not not, not 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 Phaedra. She's not on the show. Um, okay. She's on that basketball wise. Um, Tammy, Tammy Roman. Tammy, Tammy Roman. They had a discussion. Her and her husband, and her husband said, "Well, I'm six five, and if I would have been there, and he would have put his hands on him, me and him would have been fighting." And I'm like, "For what? What the fuck are you fighting him for? Like, you you willing to risk get shot, or even worse, more because you feel like another man can't do it? It really ain't none of your business. I don't really even like men that even take that standpoint. Now, if you want to." Get her to a safer place, or this. But fighting a man just because you saying a ma another man don't deserve, you can get killed in today's age trying to do some shit like that. That ain't really none of your business. And I felt like he was kind of flexing for the camera. I'm like, so what? You six four and two six. Like you act like you can't get beat or shot or anything of the sort. Right. Like this is a serious situation, and I don't be feeling like like because she did that. They didn't acknowledge what she did. Right. And I have a daughter, and I even tell my own daughter, don't put your hands on a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might feel like you can beat one, and that might be true. But can you deal what's going to come back right. if nobody's there to save you or stop it or if the shit get out of hand? Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to address a couple of things that you said. The first one being the observation of another man to a woman being abused whether it be verbally whether it be um physically i will say this as the person getting abused i'm going to look at now the people in that house who witnessed this mm -hmm. as, pe as people that i cannot count on a lot of times if you are in an abusive situation you're already a mute you already don't tell people that you're in that type of situation. You're already not looking for help or seeking help. So when you're in a situation where something like that is done to you in public, it would make such a big difference if someone did intervene. Um, if, if it were me and someone was in the middle of giving me a black eye and mm -hmm. someone else intervened and took me away, then the challenge isn't me. How am I going to get out of here? Mm -hmm. The challenge isn't who am I going to call because someone is already there. That person is already taking on the responsibility of removing me from the situation. Mm -hmm. So it's not left up to me because I have battered woman's syndrome which they did say that Tahiri does have Tahiri did not respond to being yoked because she's been in that situation let me ask you a question sure let's say for instance if you was out somewhere with your man mm -hmm. and your man was abusive and he slapped you in public mm -hmm. and another man came to fight your man would you help your man okay I'm gonna answer this very carefully mm -hmm. I would probably be the typical female who is definitely going to be in defense of my man. Mm -hmm. Okay, as crazy as that might sound because it's I'm in the middle crazy. of getting slapped. It's, it's not but crazy. I'm going to definitely come to the defense. No, stop, don't hit him. This is none of your business. However, what that stranger did, believe it or not, is going to give me the extra oomph. Or this, the strength to have a different conversation with you in the car, mm -hmm. because now the conversation is it isn't why I got slapped, and now the conversation, but the conversation now is going to be you slapped me and you slapped me in public, and now someone else has seen it. So now the conversation changes to where you cannot gaslight the person that you just slapped cool. and blame it on her, because now you've done something where someone else has witnessed it, but and then just the con the dynamic of the conversation will change. So I'll say yes, I will defend you, but I'm not going to de defend you to the point that I'm not that I'm forgetting that someone saw something happen that was really bad and that they stepped in and say hey this is not right mm -hmm. so now I can now repeat what that person just said to mm -hmm. my abuser and guess what happens to the person that stepped in he's gonna wish that he didn't help you I've been in those type of scenarios where I've helped other females like I've been out and about and I'm not saying like I went to fight the guy but I've been in situations where a guy has actually slapped a girl in public, like knocked her off her feet. And then I went to make just make sure she was okay. Hey, are you okay, this and that? She looked at me with a straight face and said, I'm all right, I'm fine, it's my fault. 
Okay. And, went, and, and hold on. And then went to him. Okay. Now, crazy now crazy enough is that might might sound, you know what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. To me, I handle it like the best way I could in that type of scenario. Mm. But I'm addressing, let's say I went another route and I decided to fight the guy. Me fighting the guys for nothing because that same woman that said I'm okay, if I would have started fighting her boyfriend, she would have started fighting me. Exactly. And exactly. But, but I'm going to bring up now two different type of women. One woman is the woman that you just described. She's got battered woman syndrome. She's broken. She's weak. She is the property of her abuser. Mm -hmm. Okay? And when you see someone like that getting abused in public, I'm definitely going to step in. And I know you didn't expect me to say that. But there is one that I won't step in. Rah, rah, rah. Fuck you. Eat a dick. You smell like shit. You look like shit. Nigga, fuck you. That person, I'm going to keep on walking by. But the person you described, I know what that is. That is battered woman syndrome. She doesn't even understand what she's saying. And I'm not saying that I'm going to make her do something real permanent because I've been there. I'm not going to make her um, get all her shit and I'm going to take her to the police station to press charges. No. I'm going to take her and we're going to go down to the 7-Eleven. I'm going to buy her a cup of coffee mm -hmm. and I'm going to ask her if there's somewhere she wants me to take her or someone that I need to help her call. And when she tell me no, I will politely get in my car and that situation I will feel good about driving away from because I took her out of the situation and then asked how the fuck am I going to ask an abused woman in front of her abuser if she wants my help? The I'm answer a, is going to be no. I'm going to show you the but I'm going to show you the difference in the approach that you're taking and the approach that I'm that I'm taking. You're taking it from the approach of a woman and you're not a man. See, men that's con men that's confronted with other men, there is no talking going on. So I got a split second to find out what's going on with her or the other guy that's taking the perspective of this guy is beating this 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 his woman and he just attacks the guy. He can get cut from the back, fucking around, trying to defend her, and she shank a knife in his goddamn back because she's more worried about her man. That battered syndrome shit, I understand it. But also the movement that they make in that that time span sometimes isn't going to make sense. It's I've, I've, I've seen that happen over and over again where a guy jumps in and he starts fighting the guy and the girl act like she was not just getting hit five minutes ago. She starts scratching you, jumping on your back, doing all that type of shit. And I'm doing this for what? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel... I'm against guys that's talking about, well, let me just jump in. Now, if you want to remove this person from this situation or ask them, hey, is you straight? I don't have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a guy physically saying, well, if I see this guy out and about and he's beating on his woman, I'm just going to start beating on him. That's what I'm talking about. And I think that that's why we're coming up with this. Overall, like as a whole, the world is so set against violence against women that we forget completely about violence against men. We completely forget about the word provoke. Mm -hmm. There is a meme floating around that says a good man would never hit a woman, but a good woman would never provoke a man. Um, I can say from someone who's been in an abusive relationship, when I'm arguing with my guy and I just can't get the reaction I want, I know how to take him to level two. Okay, so it's like, I'm fucking pissed. And he's like, are you done? Okay, are you finished? Okay, can I talk now? You pissing me off. Because I'm at a 10, and now this dude is like at a 1. But acting why do you like want what him on happened. Why do you I want him on I think women need some kind of emotional reaction <laughs> for us to understand that you also understand. Like, you relate. Like you I can't, I can't be crying and you relate. no, I can't be in the room crying and you out there like Bron. <laughs> you but, you you can't. But what you but what you, you gave example is two believe. different things. No 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 I didn't. Yeah, I, did. I gave you an example of a person that is clearly in distress and someone who doesn't distress. give a fuck because the basketball game is on. That's not that will make a woman mad. So let me as stop you. Fuck. Let me stop you. Okay, you just gave two different examples. I'm going to show you how. Okay, now, if you hold an argument with your significant other, yes. okay, and you say, and the significant other is like, are you done? 
Are you finished? He's just calm, yes. But you just said, I want him on 10. You know, with you. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm saying why does that make any sense? Because to me, I'm going to just say, I'm going to say another thing. Sometimes you need to, women, you, need to, you just need to learn how to argue. Like, to me, that's, that's the real issue. You need to learn how to argue. Like, that's where you get in. That's how we get into the provoking shit. Because you want this person to be on 10, but he's trying to keep cooler heads prevailed. You know, it's like, well, let me provoke him till I get slapped. Or no, it's me, not that. It's just do I'm something. I'm, but I'm, he did do something. He slapped your ass. Like you ever see people like when they in nervous situations and they be like, "Oh, what I'm gonna do? I'm just don't understand." Pow! You know what I'm saying? Like they, Slap out of they slap some sense into you. <laughs> like like that's what that, that, that like that's what, what you're asking for versus someone having a cooler head a, a cooler head and you're hysterical on 10 mm -hmm. and he's on one or two and he's trying to get you to see that okay you at 10 let's let you come but down. are you on one because you want to be able to talk us through this or yeah. are you on one because you just don't give a fuck i can't because speak. when you on one and you don't give so, a fuck now the person you're arguing so, with can tell so now we finna go to the other the other scenario what you talking about you want to know the person that don't give a fuck is the one that's saying yo brian that's the person that don't give a fuck. Yeah. The person that 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 when you interrupting his video game, game, his football game, his college game, at that particular time he don't care. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Until somebody go and unplug and, and, that motherfucker, and I'm I'm her. I unplug that bitch. I pull that bitch out the wall. Okay, and then that's provoking, and that's the slap that I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. What I'm talking about, like, why are you trying to go to that instead of cooler heads prevail? Because to me, I'm just going to say this. You can do all that, and then y'all going to end up in a worse fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong, because I've heard this shit, too. I've been in arguments where a lot of times where the woman is arguing so bad that they getting turned on by the argument. And I'm trying to figure out why. I'm like, seriously. Like, they thinking about arguing and fucking. Like, all in the same <laughs> equate. <laughs> like, like I'm so mad at this nigga, I'm horny. Like, and I, I can never... Yeah, I can't relate to that. I, I, I can't even figure that out. I, I mean, can't even after figure the that fight, out. but not during the fight. During the fight, I'm, the well, I'm not saying... And it might be that. It might be that you're going from this argument to right after we right. come. And now you're like, you know what? I'm kind of horny now. Right. But I'm just saying it's like... I'm wondering, is that the pattern that's in the woman's no. mind that's like, I'm finna argue with this nigga? No. And then we could probably fuck, like, like no. whatever. But and I'm, also but, depends but I'm on saying, what you're arguing about. But, I'm, assuming, but, but I'm, I've never had that. But problem. I will say, if he's watching the game, playing the game, college game on, whatever, that should give you time to come off a of 10, the game is over, then you can have a conversation. When you're mad... Sometimes it ain't good to talk when you're mad right there. That's right, but you're not right. And the point is... Because when I call you a bitch, like when I'm immediately right there, you ain't going to like that. You know why? Because I had cooler heads have not prevailed. Right. And But understand that when you're mad and you're emotional, there is no rationale. You're not going to say, hey, I'm pissed off, but now is just not the time. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? You kind of have to be forced into situations like that. But let's kind of jump back on topic because we presented it as act like a man get treated like one and I think to make ourselves feel better we wanted to point out the weaker scenario because that's the one where we both agree if someone's meek has abusive woman syndrome battered woman syndrome whatever we all know that a man should never touch a lady and what we should and shouldn't do or what we would and wouldn't do if we saw that happening in public but I think to the core of us we know we never want to see it we know we never want to see it but what we definitely don't know is if that woman provoked that guy and if he did if he was provoked to hit then what changes I think is what I'm trying to ask mm -hmm. if we saw the if we saw box A. This woman has just uh, the picture is her with a black eye, mm -hmm. and then we see box B. We see the boyfriend gave her the black eye, mm -hmm. but in box C we see her being the aggressor. Mm -hmm. So we are, a lot of times we don't get to see what happened before the black eye. Mm -hmm. 
most of the times the black eye is basically the illustration of the type of relationship she is in. Mm -hmm. It is not an illustration of what type of person she is. Mm -hmm. And there, there's like a, a law that protects crimes of passion. So if you are someone out there that you walked in on your wife cheating and you shot her and you shot the guy, you could possibly, not in every situation, but you could possibly hire a great attorney and walk away free because you are married to a person you took vows with, you walked into them having sex in your bed, mm. they won't hold you responsible for blacking out. That's called a crime of passion. That was my fucking wife. Mm. What would any human being walk into their house with a loaded gun on their side do if they saw that? Mm. They might have that same knee-jerk reaction. So those kind of people walk loose. I haven't read a story where there was a bitch with a black eye and we found out that she unplugged the PlayStation and broke the TV and hit the nigga on the side of the head and flattened all his tires and broke all the windows in his car before she got the black eye. And if we found that out, would it make it any different for the guy who gave her the black eye? Mm -hmm. Would it? I'm going to tell you, and this is 100% how I feel, I'm going to say this. A lot of times, that scenario that you just gave, what we don't do enough of is ask why. Um, I have two sisters. And I have a daughter and she has a brother. And my sisters are going to do one of two things when something happens. They get slapped, hit by a man or some shit like that. They're going to come to their big brother yep. or they go to their dad. Now, is the big brother and the dad, you still got to say why. Like, you, just, you can't just fucking like, oh, she got a black eye, so let me go kill this motherfucker. Like, we got to start asking, why do you have this black eye? You understand what I'm saying? And to me, your perspective, the reason I'm saying that is because oh, your, 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 no, your, 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 I'm going to tell you why. Your perspective might change because you know why? I do this, okay? My sister come get me. Bro, you need to come get this motherfucker. He, she got a black eye, she hysterical, just like you cry, crying and all this type of shit. Where this motherfucker at, this, this, and that? And then I go there to go confront him, fight him, whatever the case may be, and he be like, she's fucking another nigga in my bed. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do, bro? I get it. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, I get it. <laughs> like, that that whole little line of sentence that he just did gonna change my whole perspective right there. Because you know what I'm gonna tell my sister? I'd have fucked your ass up, too. Like, seriously. Like, we can't be flying off no handle. Because my thing is, like, say, like, I go over there and I do that. So, I'm defending my sister. I go over here. We get into a fight. And then I kill him. I'm in jail because my sister decided to fuck somebody and I'm in jail because I killed his ass? Yeah. And that, that's why like, I think this conversation is so super important. <laughs> it is so super important. And I think I may have read a story just recently where that's something like that actually that fucking happens, happened. And that happens a lot. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, we don't be asking questions or we just naturally assume, and that's what I was saying, like, they left out the fact that he got hit in the face with the apples. Yeah. Like, but I'm just saying that most people, most men can say, well, shit, she just hit him in the face with some apples. Like, what's the big deal? The big deal is he's on national television. television. He's being emasculated. He's being emasculated on television. And, if, and last time I checked, if you a real man, your respect stand for everything but amongst everything. And if you my woman and you respect me, you are not going to do that to me on national fucking TV. Yeah, you're not going to do that, period. I think, like, especially, and this is not a... Uh, uh, we don't have a particular audience. We don't have an all-black white audience, all-white audience. But culturally, as a black host, culturally, black women happen to be very aggressive. And we happen to be a part of the provoking population. We do a lot of talking back. We do a lot of pointing fingers. We do a lot of that stuff now, and because our black men are 
the most that are in, we have the most the highest incarceration we endangered species we are an endangered species i just think that this conversation is super important and that makes me even though we kind of went into different areas i kind of like the way we titled it act like a man get treated like that one because it, it covers the aggressive woman and most black women are very 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 aggressive but i'm cool very with, aggressive but i'm cool, but the thing about it is like i understand that a woman can be aggressive and I don't have no problem with that. And, but what I'm saying is, like, it's a difference between aggressive and just going flat, just being an habitual line crosser. Like, <laughs> I don't like habitual line crossers. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you can do what you need to do from that line. You right. understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, don't cross the gun line, boss. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't cross that line. You can say whatever you need to say. You can curse. You can cry. Like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you start getting in someone's personal space, <laughs> you know, shit don't typically turn out well. Yeah. You, I, I mean, for nobody. That That's like someone... Like having they lunch tray and someone be like, you going to eat that and put their hand right on your burger. Like, you going to get your ass whooped. Like, and, and if you don't whoop that person's ass, they're going to take your burger and your lunch or whatever you got every day. Yeah. And yeah. and But my thing is also, like, if you saying you a woman, last time I checked, man, point. like, That's ain't point. no woman going, like, why are you hitting somebody? Like, if you a woman, just act like a woman. woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be aggressively like no man. And, like... You know, it is what it is at the end of the day. Because you can't say one thing and then renege on it. Be like, you know, I'm a woman. Don't hit me. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what, like what we playing in? We playing in, like, bizarro world? Like, that's what we doing? Nah. And that's why I had a problem with it. Now, in their scenario, I noticed also that, you know, a lot of them said that they was froze and they was stuck. Like, it, it just happened so quick. So... And, and to me, I think that would be most people' reaction. But they're also on a reality show. Security is there. They edit a lot, so we don't really see a lot. So you know, understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I, I get it. But my thing and my message would always be like: if you want to be a woman, then you you have to definitely act like a woman. And if That's you, like but if you if you acting like a woman, and then you crossing that habitual line mm -hmm. to get to line crossing man i mean if you if you want to deal with with come with it i just say just make sure you accept your faults too okay talking about accepting faults that goes right into healing and right now we're going to switch into topics of the loyal person in the relationship after a breakup does the real loyal one get the healing they need from the fallout of that relationship before moving on let's talk about it i will start us off by saying i'm one of those people who feels like jumping into another relationship is always a bad idea <laughs> always a bad idea and let me just say why it's a bad idea because in most cases if you haven't found out and this is real clear if you haven't found out which one of you was the real toxicity in that situation you might be either carrying your toxic traits into a new relationship or letting the toxic traits of your ex-partner affect the new relationship so mm -hmm. i don't think there's a win-win in the situation of moving on too quickly i actually think it's a lose-lose mm -hmm. i think it all depends on the relationship the individual and it's situational um sometimes people mentally check out before the relationship is actually over like and to me that sometimes that is their grieving process and it kind of carries them over into that date that they actually leave um now can they jump into another relationship it, it that really really does depend because i'll say for me i haven't had a like you know i haven't had like a lot of women that i can say like was my girlfriend or this this and that but i can say that i am the type of person that i run into people kind of like not like not meeting them this and that so let's say for instance like i was in a situation where i had just broke up with my girlfriend but someone that i already knew 
just happened to pop into my life. It's not somebody that I went seeking. It's not like she came seeking me, but it was kind of like right time, right space, right time. I'm single. She's single, this and that. Now, could we have dated? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we could have dated and kind of drugged the process out. I really didn't particularly have no situation with that. But I'll say for people that kind of date and they just dealing with that individual, you don't even really say we're boyfriend and girlfriend. It's kind of like... Because you already knew of that well, person. Well, what I'm saying is like you're going to the movies and then you like, we going to your house or my house. And then y'all fucking. Yeah. Well, y'all the only... People that's fucking. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? You're only fucking so, each other. It's not like yeah, you're only fucking each other. So it's kind of like you're in a relationship. You just haven't claimed the relationship. And both people are like, we know each other, but you ain't saying this this my girlfriend and he's not saying, you know, I mean, yeah, she, vice, yeah, versa. vice versa. So it's like we ain't putting no title on it, but technically we're in a relationship. And then six months go by and then somebody be like, well, would you say that we go together? <laughs> We've been fucking for six months. Of course we go together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's like... Um, uh-uh. <laughs> I feel like... I'll tell you this. I feel like what you just described is new relationship energy. You get out of a relationship. You get into a new relationship. You have this kind of this new relationship energy, this adrenaline, this drive, and all you see and all you feel is good. Okay, six, seven months, eight months, nine months to a year, you start recognizing either your toxic traits are surfacing or the toxic traits of your ex-partner is surfacing in now into your new relationship. So that's why I said it's a lose-lose. Yeah, for a little while, I think it could be great. But I think around the eighth, nine month, let's say I'm riding off the scenario you just gave since we just connected and we had so much fun. I forgot to ask you the last time you slept with your ex. I forgot, uh, I hadn't run into your ex. Now in the ninth month, I ran into her, and, or she ran into us together, and she's acting like, well, damn, that was quick. It's just, you, you understand what I'm saying? It's just a lot of stuff that I don't think new relationships cover and talk about until it's kind of too late and now you get second and third level questions and you might not get the answer that you was looking for because you just was moving too fast and you forgot to ask and it's not even the guy's fault because it's not like he forgot to tell you it was just that we're both having such a good time we both got out of a relationship who wants to talk about that bitch anyway and we're moving on with our lives without really you or the other person really tackling the issues from that past relationship so they don't fuck up your new one but see this is the thing this is why I said like after that People will start fucking and you're having that good time. But when the seriousness of that relationship actually do come up, mm-hmm. well, that comes up when that person says what I just said they say. They be like, do we, go you, do we go together? This you're and that. Right. And then that's when all the questions start Circus. coming into play. Like, yeah. when's the last time you seen your ex? That That's when this person that's having that fun, that's when that energy broke off. Yep. Because now they want to know I wonder. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'll say this for guys. Guys typically don't ask those questions because women kind of are predictable. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just say it's kind of like when you start fucking a female, I always say people go and be where they want to be and do what they want to do. If she want to fuck with you and fuck only you, she be fucking you. What time you get off work? I'm coming in after work. You know what I'm saying? What we doing for the weekend? Like, yeah, they so, make plans in their yeah, head before they even find out what and, you got going on. So for a guy, I'ma say the guy's like, I'm not saying she can't be fucking nobody else. I'm just saying that kind of alleviates shit for the guy to be like, damn, she always here. You get what I'm saying? Now, for women, it could be a lot different because this typically what happens with guys. On the last episode, so or probably episode before that, I said, women know when you're happy. Women hate when a guy's happy. Like, they really, really hate when we happy. And you know what upset them more than anything? Seeing you with someone new. When they see you with someone new and it ain't them, I mean, you could call for the pussy 
and really and really be like, hey man, let me come through. Let me. Women know when you're happy, and particularly when like when it's an ex or something like that. It's like you can ask them for pussy by writing it. Hey, won't you come through? And they'll say no. And hey, I can't come through tonight. No. If they see you with another bitch, and you look happy. I mean, a speck of happiness is on your face. I miss you. Like, why this didn't work out? You know, I should come through. That be the problem for the men. Because they pussy become a catcher's mitt all of a sudden. And they don't want you to be fucking nobody else. You know, just out of spite sometimes. I feel like it's just out of spite. It's like, okay, now I'm happy. I moved on. And I got a new girl. And all of a sudden, you ready to throw shit at me. And that become a difficult task for certain men. So that's why the woman will have to say, hey, when's the last time you've been with your ex? When's the last time you've seen your ex? And those questions come up because you might have just seen her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This bitch keep looking at me and I feel like Look I need to funny. slap the back of her right. eyes out. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because she might know sudden that, you know, no. that you don't. Right. Um, and again, I, I think you're right. I think what you said was really profound when those questions start surfacing is when the new relationship energy has dissipated and in most mm -hmm. cases it's he's not kissing you the same way you're not going out as much and it doesn't mean he's really doing anything it just means the relationship has reached a level of comfortability mm -hmm. you've had the conversation that hey we kind of we go together now and so if I'm putting myself in that predicament, I'm now thinking of everything I don't know about you because everything is so good. So mm -hmm. it can kind of be a catch-22. Mm -hmm. When things are really, 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 really good, it's like, wait a minute, hold on. It can't be this good. Something's going on. Now you want to ask all the first, second, and third level questions. Um, and most of the times, like in my situation, a lot of questions were about the ex. Because when you meet someone new, it's kind of like the only question that matters is, are you single? Are you in a relationship? Did y'all break up? How long have you been broken up? And I think I've heard enough about the breakup. Now it's like, okay, he's available. They've been broke up for a month. I'm good with that. Those are the essential questions. And so now you've moved on and you forgot to ask, why did y'all break up? Mm -hmm. Whose fault was and, it? And that's what I was about to say. Would you ask the person about that? Because like to me... I think people focusing on, especially for this topic, people will focus on the idea to say that, well, the person that's just sitting there and they're single and then they break up in the, in the relationship, that does not necessarily mean that they were fucking loyal. You know what I'm saying? Because they're taking time out to, to heal or whatever the case may be. Like, women are cheaters too. So sometimes you might have to ask the... You might have to ask the particular, for me, woman, why did y'all break up? What went Definitely. on? You know, what Definitely. went on in your your last relationship? And then sometimes if you don't ask those questions, or how close were y'all? Because everybody to me do not have the same. They don't have the same energy. Like for me, a lot of times with exes and stuff like that, it's very rare that I was remain cool with an ex. I'm not saying it don't happen, but it's real, real rare. Um, because sometimes I might have not like what happened in that particular relationship. Like if we broke up on some mutual shit and we got mutual respect, it's cool. It doesn't really mean that we're friends. I'm just saying we can still speak. Yeah. But typically, I like to move on from breakups. I don't really want to know what the person is doing. I don't really want to know what what the motherfucker got going on in your life, and especially particular now. I see a lot of bullshit that go on because you have women now, especially particularly because of social media, they be like, well, I want my ex to see how happy I am without him. For what? Like, why are you fucking focusing on that shit? Like, that would, if I was your new man, I would fucking have a problem with that. Like, why are you even focused on the idea that you trying to show somebody else how happy you are with me? Are you out your fucking mind? Like, you're putting energy into some shit that you don't even need to be putting energy into. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to show him. Show him what? Why are y'all still friends? Why are y'all... If he did you so dirty bad. and he did you so bad, why are you focused on why he, why he care on how good you living now? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that shit don't ever make sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, it, it really doesn't, but it also could be a part... I don't want to take any uh, away 
someone's healing process. You never know what type of person that person was dealing with, they, whether they were narcissists, abusive. Mm -hmm. um, and depending on the woman's state of mind or the man's state of mind, their mentals at the time, it might be a part of the healing process to be rebirthed reborn and to say hey look at me now I, I'm I'm the opposite of what you always said I was going to be mm -hmm. and the only reason why but I can say that, that is because you. I've been there but you, you should, should do that for you and that's you the politically that correct Not that is definitely person. the politically correct answer that's mm -hmm. definitely politically correct but um, just because you're trying to prove something to someone doesn't mean it's not for you the feeling of being able to say um, look what I did. It's kind of like a teacher telling you you're never going to be shit. T.I., you're never going to be shit. I don't know what you're talking about being a rapper. It's never going to happen. You're poor black. You need to become a janitor. And then T.I. becomes T.I. <laughs> There's something inside of T.I. or something inside the little boy that's still in his mind that's very healing to go back and say, hey, Miss Smith, look what I became. There's something very healing about that. So I really don't want to give a lot of energy to something I'm really not really that educated on as far as mental health mm -hmm. and going through therapy and wanting to rebirth or reintroduce yourself mm -hmm. to someone who told you you weren't going to be anything or someone who hurt you or did you dirty. I mean, everybody is different. Some people are mentally strong. Some people are mentally weak. Some people need help getting through certain things. So I'm not going to take away and say that, you know, that's not a right way or wrong way to do things. Right. But I'm going to say this. In a new relationship, you're bringing that energy in that. So yes, you my, are. So my thing is, yes, you are. if that's what you're doing, you don't need to be in this relationship, relationship with me. Which is with, the topic. With, with, yeah, you don't need to be in this relationship with right. me if your focus energy is that. You can. I'm not telling you how to heal. I'm saying what's going on is not correct for me. You moved out of a relationship and then you got in a new relationship. If you focus on that old relationship, you shouldn't be here with me. Right. You bought all. You can baggage. heal any type of way you want to. If you want to let him see you vacationing and going Jamaica, Dubai, whatever this and that, and that's what you you want to focus on. Focus on that shit by yourself. Yes. You should, you Don't focus on that shit with me. Right. So, which, which the topic is, you know what I'm saying? It, really, the way I I voiced it was actually. Being loyal to your mental health yeah. and healing versus w jumping into relationship after relationship. And that's why I said it, it's different for different people. Like, I'm not the type of person looking for, like, what somebody else care and say about me. Like, I'm tough as nails. Like, you can say whatever this and that. And majority of the time, people that do that type of shit won't say that type of shit in front of my face. Right. It, be, it comes off real fake. And, it's, and that's what I don't really be understanding because I'm like, you doing all that type of stuff and they still might not care. Right. You could be like, hey, look at me. I'm doing this. I'm better without you, this and that. And they could be like, I was just using you. Or I don't care. Yeah. You understand? So you that's what I'm saying. Like You're using all this energy to show somebody how happy you are. If they really didn't care how happy you were in that relationship, they don't give a fuck now. How happy you know what you I'm are saying? Like the only thing that they were doing at that point in time was using your ass, and you just wasn't smart enough to re realize that's what was going on. Because even when you move on and they're not with you, well, their motives will still be the same. If they was using you, then they will be using you. If you decide to let them right back into yeah. your life, yeah. so I I don't want to say that you can't move on because. That's where we will probably differ because different people are mentally, you know. It just depends on who you are. Yeah, it just depends on who you are because I like I'm like for mm -hmm. me, I typically and people say it's wrong, but that's just I that's my healing process. When I if I break up with somebody, I defriend them, I block them, I all pictures get deleted and destroyed and all kind of shit. Like I parts of you, I could never pull up. And no one can pull up either because I will erase you uh, really out of my life. And I wouldn't even, if I saw you a lot of times somewhere else, I probably wouldn't even speak to you. Like, that's who I am as an individual. That's my healing process. For other people, they just let people linger around and stuff like that. So I would say for them, yeah, you probably need to take a year off and this and that. Because the reason I'm saying it's a double-edged sword is because... Some people could wait a year, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're ready. You could jump right into another relationship, but that could mean you're either ready or not. Or the other person can make you a better person. 
that you can start recognizing things in them that make you a better person mm -hmm. and that could be your healing process. I think what really struck me about the question in general is because I'm a relationship girl and when I think of my relationships, they really have lasted a long time and when you're in a relationship with somebody for a long time, there's milestones. People die, people have babies, people get married. You experience milestones. You're at one of your parents' funerals with the person that you are with at that point. So for life, the person that was with you when your parent transitioned, that person is going to just be a part of your lifetime memories. That's a really, really, really really big deal so i don't believe Ooh. that it's a big deal for it should be a big deal for both i'm not saying that it is i'm just saying that if my spouse is the person that's with me when my mom or dad dies i hope it's a big deal to him because he loves me and that was my parent and are he's always gonna share that my, memory with me i guess me. my question is are y'all together or y'all not together um either or i'm giving the example of that we're together and i'm making that Okay. Example for a reason. I thought you were saying we all were separate. No, we're together. Now, I'm making that example because when we break up, those milestones don't dissipate. They don't go away. You were still with me when I lost my parent. Whether you are with me or we have already broken up. And it's profound because if you were with me when I lost my father and you were with me when my first child had her baby and was at walked my baby down the aisle mm -hmm. like don't ask me now that or don't yeah don't ask me to not feel some type of way if we break up on monday and i see you somewhat with someone else on tuesday that's gonna make me feel like wow he didn't even take the time to really reflect on losing me maybe it's not about um whether you want me back or not but the fact that you lost someone that you had milestones with. Let's switch it. You lost your parent. Your first child had a baby and the wife, the person that you were married to or the person you were with, helped your daughter push or helped her get dressed for her wedding. Like things happen. So when you break up with this person that's had so many milestones in your life and been so profound in your life, how the fuck are you moving on? On Tuesday, when we just broke up on Monday, and you want me to believe that you really, really were loyal to the relationship, you really, really loved me, and you really, really took your job as my man seriously. I'm not thinking any of those three things if we broke up on Monday and then you were with another bitch on Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday, or Saturday. I... I gotta take more than four or five days for you to get over. We had a relationship that was profound. That's a big deal. That's not a big deal to you? That sounds like some woman shit. Um, of I course. Just, I just don't think guys think that way. And, and I'm not saying that you're wrong for that, but I'm going to just tell you, as a woman, if you want a guy to think that way, I would probably check that guy and see if he have nuts. Um, most guys don't even think like that. <laughs> like, really, at the end of the day... Uh, what in, do nuts in, in, have to... What? He's, he 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 ain't got nuts like like if you that what you just said was sensitive and sweet and and it sound like something that you I can hand him a tissue like you know what I'm saying like I you know I can really hand him a tissue if he's really thinking like that if it's a breakup and I'm with another chick that had, I'm gonna just say this it that really has nothing to do with my feelings for you. Like, me being with someone else don't have nothing to do whether I care for you or not. I could care for somebody that's fine. Like, it's it's just like, I'm with, I'm not with my baby mom. Do I want her to get ran over by a truck? No. You understand what I'm saying? Like, do I want someone to kill her or her, or her boyfriend, the abuser? No. It does, but I can move on with my life and be perfectly fine. And I don't even think about her. You understand what I'm saying? Like a lot of those, a lot of times, it's, it's almost like I'm a big believer. This out of sight, out of mind. That's mm -hmm. really how I, and that's really how I maneuver. Mm -hmm. Out of sight, out of mind. Like you're not in front of me. You understand what I'm saying? Like I got a whole new life that's going on. Now, if I see you, and I can, and we have, we're not on bad terms or nothing like that. Hey, sorry, you know, shit going bad for you, mm -hmm. this and that. Hope your love life going well. I could do all that. That's mm -hmm. fine. Has nothing to do with like how I feel about you because I'm with someone else. If we decided to break up, 
whether it was uh, mutual mm -hmm. or it just didn't work out, mm -hmm. that's fine. Me moving on has nothing to do with how I feel. Or how about much you loved it? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna taste a, a personal conversation that I had with someone, mm -hmm. and then you can tell me maybe what he meant by it because I never really dug into it. Okay. Um, I'm DM for you. I'm sure you will. We were talking about marriage. Okay. And he said, in some way, he directly was talking about, do you want to marry me? Do you want to get married? Mm -hmm. Do you want to marry me? And I said, yes, I do want to marry you. Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't have a problem with that. He was like, I just don't want to get married here. And when he said that, there was a prior argument. We had been arguing over a particular female that has been a part of his life forever. And she's just not, was not going away. Mm -hmm. um, and I associated the two. I felt like he said, I want to marry you. I just kind of want to move. I want to get away from everything here. And I associated that with him not wanting to hurt this girl that he had been broken up with and they were just friends mm -hmm. as far as I know. Mm -hmm. But again, it was years of a relationship. They shared a, um, he's the godfather of her child. Understand where I'm going with this? Milestones. There are a lot of things that he meant to her and mean to her daughter that I felt like when he said to me, hey, you know, I do want to marry you. I just don't want to do it here. I kind of want to just go away and start a life somewhere else. I felt like he was doing that for her benefit. Almost like. I don't want to hurt her feelings. I probably would have married her if so-and-so wouldn't happen. Now, my, he didn't say any of this to me. This is the conversation I'm having with myself in my head. Like, this is something he does not want to hurt this person that he's still friends with and who would probably be upset or hurt at a certain level if he decided to marry me because she's been there in the wings the whole fucking time. It, in the relationship, out of the relationship. He been with somebody else, she's been right there. You know, understand what I'm saying? So, she's kind of been his support system and his confidant and his friend. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken that away from her. But when he said that to me, I felt like he was protecting her. Mm -hmm. So, I want just your feedback on, could, am I, could I be way off? Because you don't know him, but could I be way off? Or do you think I'm swimming in the area? I think women overthink if how to take a shower, or they overthink shit that just. I will never ask you for advice stuff. ever. Man, like again. I ain't even gave the advice. Like, see what I'm saying? Like, just because see, that's the thing. When people ask questions, they don't want to be told they off their rocker, or they might be overthinking. I'm not saying that you off your rocker. I'm just saying when people ask questions, they don't really want to know the truth. So. I'm going to break shit down in, in a quicker perspective on just, just to show you some shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, one, overthinking is never good for a woman. Y'all overly overthink yourself into left field and you're always wrong. Secondly, if you get, secondly, if you get married and you get married in whatever state this is and that, anybody can look up whether you marry this and that. So saving somebody just because a person decides to get married someone else does not save the other person. Mm -hmm. No way, shape, or form or they can look you up. You got married in Nebraska. Whatever this is it's and that. It's public record. It's public fucking record. Yeah. If you marry, she can find out you married. So what fucking difference does it make? Yeah. It doesn't make, it makes no difference. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, really at the end of the day, if sometimes a person could have bad memories in a place mm. and if they want to start over what better place to start over than with the person that they love and just create a whole, whole new, new life. A, a whole new life mm -hmm. so sitting there saying like it's based on that person i tell people like this all the time when i'm in a relationship with someone we can go over their their partners or whoever they was with or who they was married with or whatever the case may be but my final thought out of that whole thing is Dang with that person. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. I don't care how long someone linger around. I don't care how long someone is there, how long they're a friend, how long whatever goes on. Mm -hmm. Whatever is meant to be will be. But if they're not with that person and you're there, that's what you need to focus, focus on. on. 
If you focusing on another individual, that's like me focusing on your ex. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he's an ex for a reason. But I'm giving an example to something a person might do unconsciously because of another relationship. Therefore, proven it might do that person some good to take a break and make sure all those loose ends are now not loose. They're cut. Loose ends are never... Loose ends are never cut. I mean, let, let's just put shit in perspective. Loose ends are never cut for, for me. Only The only thing I could do or I could say is out of sight, out of mind. And I really, really, really mean that. Mm -hmm. You don't really know how someone's going to react while they're in front of a person. Mm -hmm. I've seen women be like, I hate this person. Um, they did me so wrong. They stole money from me, this and that. And when they're in front of the person, they fucking freeze. Like... All the shit, all that energy and all that tough talk that you was talking, that shit like dissipate. Mm -hmm. For men, it ain't like that. When someone do me wrong, I'm going to tell you right now. You fuck with my kids, my money or my business, I will destroy your ass. <laughs> I don't play about any of those of the above. We believe I don't. you. We I don't. definitely believe you. you know, I don't play about any of that shit at all. So... For me, when I tell somebody they my enemy or they my friend or whatever, the case, that's where they are mm -hmm. in, in my life. I, I don't have like no mapped out shit about this person, even if they my friend. Even if someone likes me and they're like, you know, hey, I wish that relationship well, this and that. That's cool. They mm -hmm. can do that. But they, they, have no, they have no movement on what I do and I particularly do with my life. Okay, but overall, don't you believe... That some of your choices in your current relationship are based on consequences, choices, and experience that you have had with other people. You call Me? them exes or it may not be you. I'm saying in general, the choices that people make in current situations are in some way related to the experiences that they had in other relationships, whether they're from trauma mm -hmm. or whether they're from joy. Mm -hmm. The choice that you make currently is always predicated on something from your past. Okay. Always. So, I'm going to say this. Unless you plan on... I, this is... I'll give this scenario. This is probably like a better scenario. I had a, I had a homeboy of mine come, come to me, and he was in... I can't say accurately how long he been in a relationship, but if I had to guess, I'm going to say like four or five years that they were actually, you know, in a relationship. While they was in this relationship, they never talked about their, uh, they never talked about their body count. Mm -hmm. So four years in, they decide to talk about their body count and her number fucked with them. Like super fucking bad. It was like a high number. Especially it was higher than his. Mm -hmm. So for him, he that's kinda what hesitated him from like marrying her. Mm -hmm. Like he like now. Her I don't, body count. Yeah, her body count. He was like, I don't really know if I could really marry her. And I broke it down to him just like this. If she wasn't no virgin when you met her, then that it body don't count matter. that body count don't mean shit. Like that's the only way that body count can mean anything because majority of us are always in that type of situation. Like, I don't go dwelling. Like, you got to be mentally strong sometimes. And I'm speaking now from a man perspective. You got to be mentally strong so sometimes to be dwelling through somebody's, like, body count, especially like a woman. And if you can handle that, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Acts away. If you're not mentally strong, then my suggestion was not to do it. So I would say to you, the exact same thing. If you're having like any doubts about whether this guy and his connection to this person is a situation that's bothering you, I just wouldn't be with the person or let it go. Because at the end of the day, he wasn't your, you wasn't his first girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So that scenario could possibly always come up. You could be thinking it's this person. And guess what? It could be another person. Mm -hmm. The people that's typically in front of your face is not the person that you need to be worried about. Right. It's typically the person you don't fucking see. The person that he keeps saying is his friend, this and that, you'll probably keep seeing them. And you'll swear it's that person. Mm -hmm. And the person that it is, 
is always the person you never saw coming. Right. They might have introduced you to him one time, and you and that's the person they pop up with. Right. Silent but deadly. And this has been another episode of Relations. My name is Kana. You make sure to follow me on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Kana Lassiter. It's your boy, 51 Spade. Reach me on both platforms. It's Twitter, IG. And for all y'all listening on Podbean, thank y'all. Every Friday, turn into the Watch Party YouTube. You're looking for the shirts. It's Alpha Male God Creation. Like I always say, peace.